Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Remote access enabled. No, I said sunflower seeds on the side. These are sprinkled all over this salad like World War II paratroopers over the French countryside. Take it back. Ugh, these prison waiters are a crime unto themselves. Now I've used up all my prison rations for this phone call, and that means no access to the empanada cart for a week. But I've got to keep these transmissions going. Computer, begin transmission. Also, research recipes for homemade empanadas using toilet water and your cellmate's stolen dream journal. And welcome back, everybody. It's Rick Picklesmith here at a fantastic game of mittens. It's the Hogsface Poison Blades up against the orcs guarding the town of Hogsface, currently, I believe, managed by the Dark Lord. And uh, the score sits, if you haven't been with us for the last six days, it's been a bit of a slow one, but uh, the score currently sits 2,103. That's what the orcs have so far to six. Uh, so that means uh, the hog's face has got the potted plant flower all the way across a 2,009-yard field six times. The orcs have done it three, but they've caught three birds. Now, for those that missed the most exciting uh, action so far earlier, Chad, the human zoo potato man, so named because he's a shaman, famous for attracting animals, kind of in his uh, general direction. And that is an extreme talent in the game of mittens where catching a bird is worth 700 points. So the human zoo has been up to his old tricks, attracting birds throughout the game. Over the past six days, he's attracted hundreds of birds. Most of their carcasses littered via uh, wizard attacks and uh, other fan interference, but he's managed to catch three birds over the course of six days. It's 2,103 to six, and we're back. Now, the next segment is, uh, I believe it's going to be our last segment before halftime, thank the good Lord. Uh, This segment's brought to you by Skittles Shorter Skits. Very funny, half the time. Skittles, 
Now then, I'm super excited to announce that we've got a great group in here. We still have on the sideline our sideline wizard, Usador, uh, down on the sideline. And my understanding is that uh, I am contractually obligated to allow him to state his full name in every segment. So let me kick it down to Usador, sideline wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow. Manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarrakis. The elves know me as Fianyalak, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstangis, and I am known in the Northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. I'm very excited to be here today with you, Rick. Ah, it's great to have you down there, Eustor. It's been kind of a slow game so far. Anything that's particularly stuck out to you for the field of play so far? I thought it was very interesting uh, that the Baskin chose to learn a uh, squibbish. Oh, yeah, that was an interesting play. They call that the Montague defense, and uh, it was pretty popular back in the 1830s. It's a lost language. Who who speaks squibbish anymore? Yeah, just the squibs. Uh, I tell you what, I was excited to have in the booth with me right now. This is a great treat. Uh, you know them from uh, the, their podcast, and you also know uh, you, my, my friend here, Chunt, from his podcast, Getting Nuts, as well. I've got with me Chunt and Arnie. Really excited to have you guys in the booth. Oh, yeah, baby. So great to be here. Yeah. Hey, I'm Arnie. Uh, do I speak into this magical? That's right. That's right. We're coming to the whole world via uh, horse blood. This is audio that comes right at you. A wizard, you put your face right in the horse blood. That's right. The wizard slaughters the horse, and then uh-huh. you can hear us talking. But there's all sorts of people coming at you from the walking pop, from the magic box, anything you want. So, uh, your way. so I guess I, I had heard in the past that people sometimes watch these games in wizard blood. I didn't realize that you also broadcast into big puddles of. Arnie, we're Horse live. Blood. We're live right now broadcasting. What? We're live? Look, let me tell you something. This has been a great, uh, great treat to have you guys here. And uh, one thing I like to do. Oh, oh, I got to stop for a quick second. There's a little bit of action. The human zoo is trying to get a bird out there. Oh, nope, nope. Uh, the bird was incinerated. That's going to happen a lot, folks. That's uh, really the bulk of the game. Uh, now, one thing I like to uh, like to do when I get some guests up here is I like to air a grievance. Okay. And so uh, what, uh, what we do in this segment, uh, we each air a grievance about someone who is in the booth or on the field or nearby. Ooh. And uh, I'm going to start out, uh, and I'm, I'm going to take this out of my wife. Uh, she's not here. She's not in the booth or on the field, so I've immediately violated the only rules I laid out. But let me tell you something. My wife has really been frustrating me lately, uh, Mrs. Picklesmith is just something of a stickler mm. for whether or not we are traveling over the speed limit. And uh, I, I got to tell you, lay off uh, about the speed limit. Tra- you know traveling I mean? how? I'm sorry to interrupt, Rick. Can your horse go 55? Uh, yeah, that's right. And so I've got, I get on my horse and, uh, you know, she, this is what really frustrates me, is I get on my horse and she gets on a slightly taller horse. And I am so tired of her getting on her high horse, if you know what I mean. And... She's on her high horse. Ask her to get off her high horse. That's what I do. And, I'm, and she's like, you got you to gotta slow down. And I'm like, get off your high horse. So anyway, that's my grievance. But you're up here. John, I'd like to hear a grievance that you have. You can air it about anyone, anything. Uh, um, I mean, it's not about you personally, but I will say it's semi-annoying that a lot of people who are here at the game will come up to the booth, pound on the booth uh, um, sort of windows here, and just yell, I'm Picklesmith Rick. It's just very annoying. Yeah. Um, I understand that people want to mimic you, and you have a wonderful broadcasting voice, and, and you're very well-respected, but it's just kind of, it's just annoying. Yeah, no, I don't care for these Rick Picklesmith yells in yeah. the revert where they get the words in the wrong order, yeah. and, and like Pickle Rick and all that. Yeah, I it's care just, for it. yeah, I mean, let it go, right? Yeah, we all saw it, yeah. you know what I mean? 
Uh, Artie, what's uh, you got a grievance? Uh, uh, let's go ahead and air it. Yeah, you know, I I guess I would say uh, my grievance is against the Dark Lord who imprisoned Hogsface again um, and betrayed us, and um, you know is is uh, forcing us to have this game where the the orcs seem like they're cheating and demoralizing the people of Hogsface. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, that's it. In a nutshell, that's my. Grievance. Well, that's petty and trivial. Let's kick it to Usador. Give me a grievance, sideline wizard. This is Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakus, known to the elves as Fianyalak, known to the dwarves as Zonin Hooksang, and known to Mittens fans as Aaron Grievance. And known to Mittens fans as Aaron Grievance. And I would like to air my grievance against the manager of the Skur Buzzards. They had a great season this year, but they came in first place so they can't play in the cavalcade. That's right. That's exactly right. Now, Usador, big Skur Buzzards fan, wearing a Skur Buzzards uh, jersey down there, which is not very impartial, but, you know, hey, what the hell? We got to kill some time, right? Huh? I t- oh, wait a second. We got some action on the field. It looks like Cluck Farmington has uh, got the pot away from the basket. Cluck Farmington, one of the hillsmen for Hogsface, goes by the nickname Half Man, Half Amazing, which is uh, more literally should be Half Man, Half Chicken, because he's a half man. He's got tiny chicken legs, and so he's going very slowly. I can't tell if that's a uh, an insult or, a, you know, to, to say that somebody's half amazing. I don't know how I would take that. I tell you what, it is amazing that he can cover any ground, given how tiny those legs are in relation to the rest of his body, which is uh, corpulent with respect to the top half. Do we not want to get this guy confused with the guy with half a cock? I don't know this guy. <laughs> What's that is not fantastic. That sounds like someone should air a grievance related to that. But I tell you what, we got oh, we got some exciting stuff. We got a little bit of a break in the action because uh, it seems like uh, old Cluck Farmington fell right down, which is usually what occurs given the incredible difficulty of balancing his uh, top half with those tiny legs, and that uh, is going to allow us to go down onto the field where Ooh. I believe Usador has got a uh, a live interview with Flower, the potted plant from uh, the the hog's face, uh, Poison Blades. Uh, Flower, it's wonderful to have you here. Yeah, it's fucking great to be here. I've been working out. Just, like, spend my time. I didn't know how much I was into sports until I got here, and then I was like, I feel like I found my true self. Is there anyone you want to speak to out through the walk and pop or through the horse murder blood or... Uh, say anything. Is there anything you want to promote? Are you shilling for anything today? No, man. I'm just living in the moment. I'll tell you who I want to talk to is that fucking Baskin. Have you seen those hands? Oh, Aramanth that like, fits? Oh, I just, like, I haven't been touched like that in a while. And I feel like when, like, that was six times, ma'am. Yes, Six yes. times that Baskin. That Baskin was robbing every part of me. Like, that? straight up. I that Baskin was I mean, how many robbing. times total do you think that was? It was six times across the field. It took a long time to get there, and I was like, the whole time, I'm in his ear going, go slower. Well, six times, so you made it the whole way, but I, I'd say there were upwards of uh, 30, 31 times that uh, Aramantha had You watching you. us? Well, I'm, yes, I'm watching the whole game. You fucking sicko. No, no, I have to watch the whole game. Hey, well, look, the whole the whole crowd loves it. They love it. While well, I got you, though, here, Flower, this seems like a great time to play a little game that I like to call Mary Buck Bill. All right, and this is okay. this is where I went out and scanned, and uh, uh, I'm going to give you three last names, and you tell me which one is most affiliated with the first name Mary, which is most affiliated with the first name Buck, and which is most affiliated with the first name Bill. Quite well, I love games. All right, uh, the last names are Poggles, Rampersand, and Stuart Master Antonio. 
Like, what was that? Say it again. So you gotta you gotta match that last name to a first name. So the first names are Mary, Buck, and Bill. Famous game. Mary, last Buck. one is one hundred percent Mary. So we got Poggles, we got Rampersand, and we got Stuart Master Antonio. Yeah. Stuart Master Antonio is definitely Mary. Okay. Poggersand. Po- we got Poggles. Poggles. Buck or Bill. Poggles and Rampersand. That's right. Fuck. Um. Bill Rampersand. What was, what was the other option? That Poggle. was Buck Poggles. Poggles. I'll tell you what. You got you went you went one out of three. That's not so bad. Buck Poggles. It turns out that uh, uh, of all of the Poggles, eight uh, percent of them are named Buck, which is more than any other uh, first name. Uh, but it's uh, Bill Ma- uh, Stewart Master Antonio. He's the only one that we could find. Uh, that's the only Stewart Master Antonio. And then Mary Rampersand. And so now uh, the the back half is when you play Mary Buck Kill is you got to pick of those three, yeah. uh, one that you would like to live the rest of your life with, one you would like to have intercourse with, and one that you would like uh, to cease the life of. Okay, so I, okay, um, the one with the long name, the three names. That's right. Fuck them. Ooh. Good. They gotta die. The one with the. Which one? Oh. But wait, it's fuck it... them. They have to die. You, oh, you, have to, you have to choose. I have to pick one. I pick one for each. Yes, that's right. Oh, I thought I was just picking one name, and then I'm like, oh fuck, damn, we got no, married. That's, that's fine. It's great it's just to pick the one that you want to fuck. That, uh, that's that's how was we it, play. Was that it game Bill? Out. Bill was the one with the long name. Bill Rampersand. Bill Stewart Master Antonio. That's I still correct. don't believe so it's true. F- fuck Bill, Mary Buck. That's right. And kill Mary. That sounds good to me. See, I'd kill Bill, just from revenge. Oh my God! It looks like we've got a great we've got a great treat here. We've had come right off the field because the we've action had is come right off the field. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my, oh boy! Six times at least. Uh, walking right off the field, uh, not to be confused with the cub of the, of the field, uh, is uh, none other than one of the hogs faced uh, poison blades, and this is ooze. Ooh, ooh, my turn. Great to see you, ooze. Ooh. Uh, I noticed that you, uh, you you've been you've you've been down there trying to distract the referee for a lot of the game. That's good work. I've just kind of been hanging out underneath him, you know, hanging out as low as I can go. Let's see if he see what he does. See if he steps in me. It's a good idea. Well, I know you've you've slowed him down by uh, expanding your your substance across the field. Yes, I can make myself very very thin and spread myself very very wide. In this case, I've found the exact thickness that I can keep myself flexible enough in case some bird wants to fall in me and the right liquidity that a referee steps in I me. just came again. Uh, speaking of liquidity, Rick, uh, uh, excuse me for interrupting, but uh, speaking of liquidity, I just noticed that the Baskin uh, for the Orc team has started doing everyone's taxes and is trying to find tax loopholes. No, that's right. That's one of the many tasks that a Baskin does. Uh, a lot of times that uh, the tax work that is done can lead to an unexpected victory. Oh. And uh, so uh, a lot of baskets traded a lot of different ways. Uh, you know what? Uh, while I've got you, Sidor, I'd like to uh, go to another little segment that we like to call Serial or Serial Killer. And this section is brought to you by Murder Serial. A serial this good should be illegal. Murder Serial brings you serial or se- You know how to play this, Eustor. I of name course. something. It's either a serial or someone that has murdered many people using a specific modus operandi that is then led to them being referred to as a serial killer. So I'll oh, name it. I'm excited. Start the clock. You tell me. Murder serial is my favorite. 
Cereal or cereal killer? We start with spicy banana. Cereal killer. Correct. Next up is apple crisps. Cereal. Correct. Next up is Lizzie Wadsworth. Cereal. Correct. All right, you're too good at this game, Usador. You're never gonna, I'm never gonna stop you. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Chunt. Uh, Ooh, I can't. I mean, start the clock. Usador got it in three whacks. Yeah, he sure did. All right, the fat ghost. Oh, the fat ghost. I want to say fat ghost. Fat ghost. I want to say my dad. We're looking for cereal or Shit, cereal sorry. killer. Sorry, 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 sorry. Cereal sorry. or cereal killer. Um, cereal killer. Trick question. It's both. <laughs> There's a, there's a cereal named after the famed oh. cereal killer, the fat ghost. Now I'm hungry for a fat ghost. Uh, flour, uh, going to you. Oh, uh, yeah. Chalky Bomber. Is oh. that a, a cereal or is that a cereal killer? Cereal killer. That's correct. Chalky Bombers. Or cereal. That's right. A tough one there, but of course Chalky Bombers, the delicious chocolate wafers, served not with milk, but with a thick, dark, gooey <laughs> chocolate. Comes in a bag. Fuck yeah, squeeze that shit out. Pour it in a bowl. Suck it down. Chalky Bombers. Okay. Tell you what, Artie, uh, my yeah. understanding is you've never been to a Mittens game before this game. I have not. I have not been to any Mittens games, no. To be fair, Mittens hasn't been played in Hog's Face most of the time I'm here, partly because I threw the flower on the team off a cliff shortly after meeting her the oh, first time. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's awkward. Flower, any memories from that moment when Arnie threw you off a cliff? Yeah, every morning when I open my goddamn eyes, I relive that moment. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Old Mrs. Picklesmith threw me off a cliff, metaphorically, when she pointed out to many people that my zipper was unzipped in the middle of a public speech. And uh, that's another grievance I'd like to air against Does she want to hang out? I feel like we would get along. She probably wants to hang out. She's, uh, she's always searching for more female friends, whatever that means. I don't understand. It sounds like she's got a lot of male friends. I'm non-binary. Uh, Rick, we have a call down on the field. Srimble Sithwith has been uh, fined uh, 400 gold pieces for heating up the air around birds, hoping that the hollow air in their bones expands, causing them to explode in a wide area. Unbelievable. I mean, that guy pushes the boundaries all the time, and it's good to see him get caught and put 400 gold into the pickle jar. Uh, Rick, can I ask a question? Yeah, of course. Uh, I used to play mittens, but I'm I'm uh, a little confused about the situation with Cluck Farmington. Now, if the orcs were to grab Cluck Farmington and carry him uh, uh, all the way down across the field, would that be 350 points? Half half a goal? It's an interesting point, and it's one that's really played Cluck throughout his career. Since he is half bird, I mean, that's technically... Because they're all over him. That's right. So uh, it's a great question. And for several years, there was a ruling that said if you catch Cluck Farmington, that's worth half a bird. Mm. And believe you me, it was just absolute insanity down there. It was like... uh, uh, yeah, they were just chasing him around, you know, like uh, his tiny legs running as fast as he could. And so just a year ago, they said, no more catching Cluck Farmington. He's a player. God damn it. Respect him. And, uh, you know, it's been good so far. Good. Good, good, good. Aren't you enjoying yourself? What's this? You enjoying yourself? Oh, I just started staring off into space. You haven't touched the peed nuts. Oh, yeah. I just, no, thank you. I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to know what they are. Is it weird if I just blow bubbles into this horse blood? That's the ooze. Oh, I'm so sorry. Bird, bird, bird. There's a bird very close to the human zoo. The human zoo is about to catch a bird, but nope. Nope, incinerated by a wizard. 
A nice little play there by Ooze. Uh, seemed to slow down the human zoo just as he was attempting to catch that bird. Uh, if we could get Ooze. Man, he's really spread himself thin. That <laughs> yeah. Ooze, are you up here in the press box and on the field? Turns out there's a leak. When the pipes get cracked, that's when the Ooze does their best work. Uh, I can travel all over. Part of me's on the field, and then, of course, part of me that's in the booth with you right now and just enjoying watching myself doing the best work that a news can do. Ooze, I can't help but notice that um, the the part of you that's on the field playing is just a puddle with a jersey on it. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, a jersey floating in a pool. It's, it's, it's more of sort of like a uh, cascading uh, effect over the ooze. Um, I have I'm having a little trouble. The jersey is sticking a little bit because it seems to be intertwined mm. with uh, some flowers. Come, <laughs> haven't seen the best of us. Yeah, it, okay. Well, the, great then. Um, if, as long as I'm not, you know, sort of the only one sort of, you know, experiencing this. It, is that a phrase you thought you'd say this morning? Intertwined with flowers. Come, who has been through a lot and who's surprises himself every day that he gets on the the field. But right now, no, no. All right. <laughs> I love it. Ooh, it's great to hear from you. I got to say, uh, we're going to do a quick round of ploppers. This is where I go around and I plop one question on each of you. Just a quick question. You think about it. You think as much or as little as you want. Got to be a better name for that segment. No, no. It's called ploppers. People love it. It's called Rick Picklesmith's ploppers. So let me go ahead and plop one on you, chunt. Uh, how old should a, a horse be before uh, it's really just too old? You know what I mean? Like, that horse has had enough. You know what I mean? Ooh, um, I, ooh this is not a question I want to answer. Um, how old is too old for a horse? Uh, yeah, that's your opinion, uh, not a fact. Not I'd say, fact. I don't know, 85? 85, whoa, that's a lot older than I would have said. I love it. That's respectful to horses. Uh, Usador, you're down there, you sideline wizard. Yes, this is Usador, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow. Manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls Aaron of the Grievance. The elves know me as being elk, the dwarves know me as Zonin Hoogstangis, and I'm known in the northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. Let me ask you a quick plopper for you, Usador. You're at a gathering with dwarves and elves. What do you go by? Serial killer. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, we got a flower down there. We got a quick plopper for you, flower. Yeah, I got a headphone on. What's that? I'm on your field, back on the field, but I got a headphone on, I can speak remotely. Oh, that's, that's terrific. You're being carried right now. They're trying at this very moment, <laughs> trying to get you 2,009 yards all the way down this field. Let me ask you, Flower. Yep. Uh, if you only had uh, five minutes to live, and in that five minutes you were allowed to overcome one social injustice, which one would you pick? Fuck. Injustice. That's the easy one. Wait, is injustice against me or a general injustice? I'd say a general social injustice, but it could be what it specifically that affects you. I would specifically be thinking of how I could quickly murder the person that was murdering me at that moment to, like, do a double murder so I could get them good. And then we could look each other in the eye and be like, it's a deal. Oh, I like that, yeah. Shake hands on it. That sounds great. Uh, ooze, quit plopper. Uh, mountains of the beach, my man. Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't disagree with that. I love them both. I tell you what, Artie. Mm, uh, yeah. Where's uh, the snacks? What's that? Where is there like a concession? Yeah, I got you some peanuts. Where are the not gross snacks? Uh, you you go all around uh, the great stadium here. Uh, you'll come out of this booth. You'll go by where they're broadcasting uh, in many different ways. You've got broadcasters here doing the uh, the magic box. You got to do there, it the walk and pop. There are more broadcasters up here. Oh yeah, multiple teams broadcasting this game across all of Foon. This is an exciting one. We've got so remains twenty one hundred to three to uh, six. That's been the score for over a day and a half. Now we're approaching 
the arbitrary point in which we call it halfway through the game. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, quick plopper for you, Artie. Let's say that uh, you ran into uh, two uh, statues, okay? And one of them always tells the truth, <laughs> and the other one's got a runny nose. Yeah. All right? What question do you ask the one that, that doesn't have the nose running? Oh, boy. Good plopper. Um, here, here's the thing. If I, if I do that, I say uh, to them, uh, say you uh, run into two statues, uh-huh. and one of them always has a runny nose, right. and one of them doesn't. What do you say to those statues? That's what you ask of the mm-hmm. of the other statues. So you, what you do is you twist the situation. You put it right back on him. Yeah. Unbelievable. What you did there was turn it around on him. You put a little mirror right on those uh, those two crazy statues. Yeah. I like it. So I'm going to, is it all right? I I guess I never asked before. I know we're broadcasting into this blood. I also have my own mics for my podcast. Is that I have express written consent from Larry Birdman that I can record some of this. Well, yeah, you better. Uh, Rick, I'm sorry to interrupt again, but uh, the Orc Baskin has been trying to make a frittata for the last hour, uh, and the referees have declared that it's actually an omelet. Uh, I don't think this orc knows how to make a frittata, doesn't care to make a frittata, uh, is going to let everything uh, in his pantry, in his cupboard, uh, go to waste because he's not uh, utilizing ingredients that would otherwise go bad. Yeah, yeah, you know, I gotta tell you, you Stuart, I mean, these orcs don't know how to play bit. They, they just, certainly do not. They straight up don't. And, and it, uh, it's a little frustrating to me, I gotta tell you. I'm an impartial observer. I'm not cheering for one team or the other one, you know what I mean? But I gotta say that I don't like these orcs because... Uh, they don't know how to play mittens, and 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 somebody, and I think we know who, seemed to stack their team with you know they got like twenty orcs that barely know what's going on, and then they got like eleven players who there's some of the great old players in mittens history. I mean, we got the bronze sheik out there, we got the vanilla hammer. As I already mentioned, there's there's Chad the human zoo uh, potato man who's just been dominating the game. You got the fat ghost, you got the velvet rope, you got the velvet towel. Wait, the fat ghost is playing in the game? The serial <laughs> killer? Yes, that's correct. Wow, I didn't even see him yet. Oh, hey, yeah. hold on. The fat ghost is a serial killer that's yeah, been in Hawk's he's, face. Oh, he's galloping all over time. the field. I'm sorry, that reminds me. My segments today are all sponsored by Fat Ghost Cereal. That's There's right. a known serial killer in Hog's face all this time, and he plays on the on the mittens team. Uh, that's right. He's killed two during the game. Ugh. That's his famous modus operandi: is that he kills opponents during uh, mittens games. He shouldn't be allowed in the league, in my opinion. But uh, you know, now uh, Rick, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The way to stop the fat ghost is if you turn and look at him, he'll freeze, right? But then if you turn back around, he can chase and murder you. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, he can't move uh, if he's under the gaze of any one person at any given time. So as long as one person has made direct eye contact with the fat ghost, that's it for him. And you should remember, there are a few acceptable reasons that you can murder someone during a mittens game. Correct. Uh, Entering another player's line of sight without permission. That's right. Mispronouncing another team's name. And of course, if a player has ever committed adultery, intentional or otherwise. Wait, wait, wait. Entering another player's line of sight? Without permission. Without Without permission. permission. So if you stare at the fat ghost... He'll freeze, but the minute he unfreezes, that's he's right. just giving him exactly reason right. to murder. That's it's exactly a, right. It's a paradox, but he, oh, he finds boy. a way. <laughs> yeah, he's going to come at you and go, hey, hey, hey. That's right. That's, that's his famous nope. thing. He, he runs at you with bales of hay mm. in his hand. Damn. And that's how that you know he finds a way. That, well, he, that, that's how he kills his, his uh, victims as he shoves uh, barley down their mouths. Uh, it's not nice, and uh, I, I, like I said, these orcs have been pretty frustrating uh, uh, to watch throughout the game. And I, I, I'm pleased to see that Ooze has made another uh, excellent play out there. He's really, 
unbelievably thin at this point, covering nearly the entire pitch. Oh, maybe we'll hear his famous catchphrase. The wind. <laughs> he say the wind? The wind. Well, he's, he's moving like the wind uh, for him, relatively. Uh, he's speedy relative for news, yes? Well, you know, like any catchphrase, you hear it once, it doesn't really... It's really the repetition over time that really you, you come to enjoy it. Uh, now, in a couple of minutes, we're going to be joined by uh, one mysterious anonymous uh, who uh, is himself an owner of, uh, of a men's team in the league, and uh, uh, we are contractually obligated to run some bloppers by Mysterious Anonymous. Well, you know what? I have a little bit of a beef with Mysterious Anonymous, so I'm just going to take my mic and kind of walk around the press box and see what else is going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. What's going on in here? There's a break in the action. This is Axelrod Remax with my guest commentator, Chamlin Bunnycuddle. Cheers and greetings to you all. Uh, did you say that I'm Chamblin Bunny Cuddle? Yes, I did say it, and of say course it I am. Again, I will. Chamblin Bunny Cuddle. I love the ring of that. Now I used to play in a mittens league when I was a wee boy. Is that so? I was a boy who would wee. This match in particular has me all a flutter. The action is packed. It's quite stunning to see one team of orc prison wardens go against another team of nuns. I believe those are just residents of Hogsface, whose homes we may be able to look at later on. All of them are nuns? None of them are nuns. None of them. They are then. No, it's of course... The whole village is an abyss? I don't believe it is. I believe it is. You have, have to, to have faith. I will have to check with my sources. Just check with me then. Are they nuns? Yes. Well, it's time for my medication. I'll ready the straps. And I'll steady the wraps. Give me a solid beat, boy. Oh, well, they're busy. You got a hot mic there. Are we still here yet? Our booth. Nope. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. All right. I'm back. All right. Great. So, uh, you know, Chunt, it strikes me mm-hmm. that... Um, this mittens game is uh, a metaphor for society. Oh, wow. And, uh, how so? Can I? Well, uh, I feel like you've got a ragtag group of mm-hmm. underachievers who are uh, just, you know, trying to do their best and get Hog's face uh, outside of the grip of the Dark Lord. Mm. Right? And then, then on the other side, you got these orcs and these 11 uh, very famous old, old mittens players. And so I, I just, let's say you wrote a movie. Okay, okay, about this. Okay. If you're the director of that movie, I, you can give me answer any of these questions. Okay. What's the title of that film? <laughs> What's the result? Like, how, how, does it, how does it work out of the end? And uh, what actor, real or imagined, uh, would you want to play uh, the lead who eventually is, uh, is, the, is the hero? Oh, boy. Well, I got I to gotta say title, uh, for some reason, just popping straight into my brain space is Miss Mittens. I like it. Okay. Um... And I guess the way it would wrap up is that um, the titular uh, heroine, Miss Mittens, she wins the Mittens game. I love uh, it. A.K.A. saves the world. Very good. Um, the actor, real or imagined on the spot, that I'd like to play Miss Mittens, I guess would be Carol Longley. Oh, well, I got to tell you, that is a great name of a made-up uh, actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one seems to be in your mind. Yeah, just Carol Longley. Carol Longley. Is that a, is that a real actress? 
Uh, not that I know of. Not but you know I what? Know I've either. been stuck in this goddamn booth for years at a time commenting yeah. on these men's games. I really have no real reference left. And Rick, here. I got to say, this is uh, stop action. I mean... Oh just, yeah, just stop action. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, it, very it, every men's game is a lot of stop action. I know you asked Chunt, you didn't ask me, but I, I would call it Hogs Face Jam. Excuse me. Then maybe have it star Michael B. Jordan. Hogs Face Jam. What's the B stand for? I don't know. Basketball. Yeah. What else he gonna be? He just gotta be Jordan. Flower quick plopper. Yeah. If you had to sell drugs to children, but you were allowed to use the money for a charity, would you do it? 100%. You didn't have to keep going. If I could sell drugs to children in a fucking heartbeat, then maybe they'd shut the fuck up. All right, I'm going to walk around with my microphone a little bit more. Is this... What's going on in here? Today's action is brought to you in part by rolls. You can eat them... You can meet him. You can have a friend and beat him. Rose. And tomorrow's action, of course, is sponsored by Sorensen's Leg Amputations. Painful, but effective. I'd know. I'm not just a client. I'm the president. And we're back to action. What a beautiful day for mittens. Not a rain in the sky. There's the snap. Just unbelievable speed from both teams here. Wow. What a rollout of all sports action. Lights are out. Someone turned out the lights. Oh, I'm having a flashback. Oh, it's an eclipse. Oh, thank God. It's over. That was fast. That was a rapid solar eclipse. No, oh, this is the same one I was in before. Still got that hot mic. We can still pick that up in here during uh, Rick Picklesmith's broadcast. We're still getting uh, Arnie's podcast coming right across it. Oh, hey, I'm sorry, Rick. Was I actually broadcasting another broadcast team on your broadcast? Yeah, that's what was going down, my bad. Are, are there any, like, legal ramifications to that? Well, as long as you have express written permission of the uh, mittens and the FML, then uh, you're allowed to rebroadcast or retransmit uh, any of the uh, broadcasts, and I'm allowed to do the same. Oh, cool. All right. Now, I'm excited to say, I, I just uh, noticed as, uh, as we were uh, going back and forth there, we've, we've got uh, a, a pretty interesting uh, guest here. This is Mysterious Anonymous. And now, Mysterious Anonymous, the owner of, uh, of the Hog's Face uh, Poison Blades, is my understanding. Oh, uh, yes. Hello there, Rick. Thank Mother you so much for fuck. having me today. Uh, well, it's great to have you. As, you. as you well know, these games last quite a long time. And I got to tell you, I would lose my mind if I was here by myself. And uh, Mrs. Picklesmith uh, says I already have. You know what I mean? I do, I do. Yeah. Well, uh, Rick, I am ready to, you know, lift the mystery on who Mysterious Anonymous is. That is super exciting, but first a quick plopper. Oh, great. All right. You've got a body of water. Pick mm-hmm. anyone and then pick a color, okay? And uh, what, what do you pick? It could be the yellow sea. It could be the blue ocean. What do you got? I'm going to do Lake Teal. Lake Teal. I love it. Okay. Second plopper. Uh, chocolate or uh, gib- uh, uh, gibberish? I actually love it. Chocolate gibberish. You gotta pick one of these two concepts is erased from humanity forever. Do we keep chocolate or do we keep gibberish? Oh, oh uh, let's destroy chocolate. Gibberish. Oh, you wanna good. get rid of Okay, you got rid of chocolate. No one can ever have chocolate again, but gibberish remains. Chunt, quick similar plopper for yeah. you. Uh, would you rather have laws or triangles? Oh, boy. Laws or triangles? Well, some triangles are laws. Holy shit, that's right. Like a yield sign. Oh, b- 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 checks out. My dad? 
It's a tough one. I, I, I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide. Yeah. Uh, Usador. Yes. This I, is Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Trachus. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstangis, and I'm known in the northeast as Gasmanius Maystar. What do you got for me, Rick? All right. You're not allowed to masturbate, but you can turn into a frog at will. Or... Someone gives you a box and says uh, there's something pretty exciting in there. What do you take? Ooh. Uh, the box, take the box. Take well, the box. let's see. Well, you can do what into a frog? Masturbate. I can already turn into a frog at will, and I do like to touch myself, so I'll take the box. Oh, pretty good. I had that very question posed to me yesterday morning, and I got to tell you, I'm glad I took the box. Okay. Now, uh, we got down here, we've got Mysterious Anonymous with us, and I believe you said you were getting ready for a big reveal. Oh, yes. Well, I, I'm just ready to reveal to uh, to all of your listeners. I'm sorry to interrupt again, Rick, but uh, uh, it turns out that Flippity Gibbet uh, has uh, decided not to go ahead and uh, count the last bird taken by the orc team. They oh. they looked at, they examined the bird closer, and the bird is actually just a squirrel in disguise. So that's 700 points off of their score. Oh my god, that is truly exciting. So the score goes down to 1,403 to 6, uh, and I gotta tell you, that is amazing. So one of these crooked orcs dressed a squirrel up like a bird, caught that's right. it. And, uh, and Do we know for a fact that the squirrel didn't dress itself up as a bird? We don't this is a know. good question. We don't know, but I was very curious when I saw all those ground birds that something was wrong. There were a lot of birds running around on the ground, running up trees. They had bushy tails. Yeah. A lot of emus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come to think of it, I mean, I, you know, I mean, the human zoo attracts all animals, you know what I mean? So when Chad, <laughs> the human zoo, Potato Man, is running around out there and animals are coming at him, it could be a squirrel, it could be a bird. I one time, I'm not kidding, walking down the street, great blue whale just slithered all the way up to him. That thing must have been 20,000 miles away from where it was supposed to be. Well, Chad usually has an orangutan hanging off of him or something, yes, so it's not unlikely that these squirrels could have been brought up by him. If I could just jump in here and say nature makes some grotesque mistakes constantly. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, quick plopper, uh, three animals that should never have existed. Uh, horses. Okay, two. That's um, one. Uh, well, after 85. Yeah. I am going to say, uh, hmm, uh, llamas. Oh, oh my God. The, the camel gone wrong. That's what we call him in my household. You know what I mean? The, the llama is uh, nature's uh, abortion. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, llama eaters. Oh, well, I, that's, uh, you know, I was going to say that's wrong and, and stupid, but now that I think about it, if you don't have llamas, why would you what have llama eaters? Yeah, I mean, really, you get rid of llamas, that problem solves itself. Yeah, as the mongoose is to the snake, so too the llama eater is to the llama. That was the password that we used to get into my uh, fraternity oh. back in my school days. Oh, oh my God. Speaking Where'd you of, go to school? Uh, I went to Duke. Oh, the Duke school. Oh, very prestigious. Yes. Uh, it was run by the Duke family. Uh, you know, the, um, the the toiletries. The Dukes. Oh, okay. So that's where I was. That's where I went. I, I studied uh, broadcast journalism uh, while I was at the, at the Duke school. Oh, wow. That was pretty good. Good, uh, good, good middens team there as well. Now... I'm excited to say someone has, has walked right in to uh, to the booth, which is a welcome uh, thing that anyone can do at any point in time. Because I got to tell you, I am bored. And uh, here we've got—I b- I believe this is Daphne. <laughs> what? Ple- the pleasure should be mine, shouldn't it? But it turns out it's just another day in an endless drudgery of just walking and talking. Arnie, you dog, did you invite her? No, I... Not with his words, but I could sense your soul needed me to creep in and put my mouth into the horse blood with the rest of the trough talkers. Did oh. you soul invite her? Uh, I don't know what my soul's been up to. 
Okay, Daphne, quit plopper. You got to get a tattoo. It's got to be at least 15 words, but no more than 18. You got to put it on your leg. What does it say? It says, every time, that's one word, every time bears come, I want to leave, but I usually stay because I like bears a lot. A lot is two. Uh, well, that's, I got to tell you what, uh, that's a good tattoo. How is cum spelled? C-U-M-E. Are you oh, stop, stop it. He's flirting. I'm He's sorry. unhappy. I'm and so- I prey on the unhappiness of an unwed man in this world. Oh no, John, I forgot that sometimes my natural frat boy humor can be interpreted as flirtation. <laughs> Quick, give Rick a plopper. Rick! Oh, hey. Yeah, hey, if you had to, uh, uh... Tell him it's a plopper. Hey, if you had to punch a, a feeling, what would it be? To tell him it's a plopper first. Plopper, hey, Rick. Hey. I don't, I don't understand this random hey, question, Rick, Arnie. Rick. You just asked me a weird question. You gotta say I'm know. dropping a plopper. Sorry, 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 <laughs> Rick. Plopper uh, me this. Oh, hey, it's a plopper. All right, now I'm in. What do we got here? Hey, uh... Hey, what color is too far? <laughs> oh, I got to tell you what. Uh, nice one. Arnie, in, nice one. Indigo. By the time mm. I've gotten through Roy and G and up to the B, that's enough for me. Rick Picklesmith. All right. Uh, Ooh, mysterious, hey, plopper, plopper. Mysterious Anonymous, uh, I believe you were in the middle of a, of a key announcement. Uh, we're getting ready to reveal something or other, and I'm uh, excited to hear that live here on the show for the first time ever. Oh, yeah. There was just a, I know there's been a lot of chatter around the league this year over uh, who Mysterious Anonymous is. And uh, Hey, baby, I just want to stop by and say hello. It's me, Pizza Skull. Yeah. I love it. That reminds me of a quick plopper for you there, Chun. <laughs> All right, you've got a pizza. Okay. okay. You get to pick the first topping, and Ooh. then your greatest enemy gets to pick the next topping. Okay. Okay, and then you're going to split the pizza. Mm-hmm. What do you pick as your topping? Raspberry. Okay, and then your greatest enemy, what do you hope they don't pick? Cheese. All right. <laughs> One raspberry and cheese pizza ordered up. Oh, oh, no. You really plopped into that one. Here you go. Pizza skull just barfed in my mouth. Daphne, what have you been up to? We haven't seen you in a long time. What have I been down to is a more appropriate question. Hell. Hell? I've been pizza down, hell? I've been down in pizza hell, clattering the bones of the pepper ungeons and wafting through the crust of mortality. That, that reminds me, Daphne, we never really resolved. Touched, what? Touched hands. And stared into our eyes at the lake. We could still do it, Arnie. I'm still an unwed mother. Uh, yeah, that's true. Daphne, we we always suspected that maybe you're dead and don't know it. You? How can you tell? Is it a mirror that tells you whether you're alive? Is it the feeling of bed sheets? I don't have any. Don't have any feelings? Bed sheets. Oh. I've been sleeping on just a bare plate of grass. Oh, that's all the stains. A large plate that I got at a department store and then put some turf on and I sleep on it. Daphne, is there anything that we could do for you to kind of... Arnie, tell her it's a plopper. Oh, uh, Daphne, uh, I got a plopperzition for you. I'm ready. Plopper. Um, if you could smile, why? I can't. Because I've never had someone at my side who will bear with me through thick and thin. And if once a man could intertwine his pinky with mine, I might then be able to creak out a move with my mouth that goes up instead of down. I'm sorry, I'm not athletic. It's the Dark Lord. What's that? What's that? Uh, mysterious Anonymous has had something to say there. Uh, yes, uh, this is the, the Mysterious Anonymous is a, is a Dark Lord venture. 
I have a plopper for you. Oh, I love a plopper. Where's that nice little frog? Uh, she's on the field. Oh. Oh, she's being attracted by Chad the Human Zoo. Potato Man, look at that. That frog is just sliding right up to him. Uh, you know, it's, it's just animal magnetism. Oh, I thought you were suggesting that Daphne should I'd get involved with the Dark Lord. Oh. oh. I mean, if you're interested, the we are always I've accepting. Had. You know, sometimes, Usador, uh, I feel like Miss Picklesmith is the Dark Lord. You know what I mean? A quick <laughs> I mean, I mean, quick plopper for you there, Usador. Uh, about a year ago, uh, she put in uh, into our bathroom uh, uh, tinted glass around the outside of the uh, toilet. Uh, why, why would she do that? Well, you see, sometimes when you cohabitate with uh, another person, another entity, uh, they don't want to see you in your most intimate moments, especially when those intimate moments involve feces. So I assume she's done this to make the whole uh, affair more pleasant for her. Were you uh, leaving uh, feces somewhere where she could see it? I gotta tell you, that is a thoughtful and helpful bird! Bird! Bird on the field! Bird on the field! Bird on the human zoo has got a bird coming right at Holy moly! Here he goes, his hand is up! He's got it! He's got it! He is covered 700 points to the Orcs. That makes it 2,103 to... Oh, uh, oh shit. Oh, oh, Farmington is burning a barn. <laughs> well, it's a little late to burn the farm down because it's time for second snack. Everyone on the field is sitting down for second snack. Oh, where's the... Do we, uh, do we get a snack up here in the booth? I tell you what, you can have I'll all give the you a snack. Oh, oh hey, well, wait. Uh, you can have all the snacks you want because we are now at halftime, and I believe the uh, the halftime locker room is uh, for some reason did the Vermilion Minotaur. Not entirely sure why that is, but uh, that's where it's set up. The locker room is in the Vermilion Minotaur, so you guys can go there and enjoy halftime. Oh, I think there was that zoning issue. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I think we'll take a little bit of a break. But I'd love to have you guys back on for the start of the second half. I mean, uh, yeah. it, could, it could be 10 to 12 more days, so it'd be great to have some company for a while. Sure, yeah. And I'm you know not what? doing anything, Arnie. Okay, okay, yeah. I would just like everyone to know, especially, I mean, not uh, Mysterious Anonymous particularly, but we're going to go down to the locker room and we will definitely be back mm-hmm. in the second half of the game. We are definitely not... Yeah. Uh, going anywhere. We're definitely going to be here. We're yeah. not using. Not pulling a fast one. Not, not going to. Uh, yeah. no, yeah, I mean, hey, hey, I get it. I get some people might be like, it's a big event. Everyone in Hog's Face is at the game. Everyone is paying attention to the field. It would be a perfect distraction uh, for an escape plan, but that's I gotta tell not you, what Nobody this is. is thinking that. Not one person. What everybody's thinking about right now is getting down and getting some, uh, hold on one second, let's see, getting some Rooskies brought to you by Rooskies. You take some barley, you put it in a uh, beer, and you double it up, and that's a Rooski. So that's who's sponsoring us here at halftime, a Rooski. Yeah, you guys, uh, I noticed you're all wearing gloves, and you got some shovels and other things like that, so that should be kind of an exciting uh, halftime, whatever you guys are planning to do. That's just like a thing you wave around in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. We're the shovel boys. Shovel fence. (laughs) Shovel. (laughs) Yeah, play some shovel fence, right? You know? Hey, good times, good times. So have a great time down at the halftime, and uh, I'll, you know I'll be uh, maintaining the broadcast as you guys go down. And uh, can I ask, do you do the skittles, or are there uh, pre-programmed skittles? I've done some skittles uh, in my time. I uh, used to work with a uh, a group that did skits, and then we said no, let's shorten them and make them funnier, and that became the so skittles. like blackouts. Mm, no, I was conscious throughout all of the skittles. 
uh, that I've done, so uh, not like a blackout. But let me tell you what, Mrs. Picklesmith put uh, the kibosh on the blackouts after about the uh, second year of our marriage. Yeah. Said enough. Uh, you know, I'd wake up, I'd, I'd missing a jacket, left my wallet somewhere. Uh, those sort of things don't don't fly uh, in the no-fly zone, uh, which is the Picklesmith house. Let's take a quick break. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation, and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at Amazon.com slash Instant Eraser Foundation. Hey, ah, excuse us, we're coming into the locker room. Hi. Do you Is mind there... if we pop in here? Yeah. We're we're regulars at the uh, Vermillion. Oh Hotel. my God, I know y'all. Hi. Oh, hey, Squibbert. Yeah, I'm just all sweaty. If you want to get a lick, it's a good time. I'm all yak. I <laughs> need to stay sober, but thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, hey, guys, hey. Hey, ooh, hey, ooze. The wind. Did you hear it? <laughs> I said that. I've never gone that fast in my life. Yeah, you were you were cooking. Yeah. Also, I gotta say, you guys have been playing this game for days and days. Mm-hmm. This is your first break. Yeah, I left for a while. Um, sort of seeped into the earth. Nobody really noticed. Um, part of another part of me came up. Sort of just sort of lay there for a little bit, but actually, I was down. Just about a foot underneath the grass. Mm. I left a bunch of times. That might be why we don't have a great score. Oh, that yeah, that, yeah. yeah. You're, you're getting your asses handed to you. Pretty, I finished pretty... four books though, and I gotta tell y'all, reading is like so underrated. No, I get it. You know, when I was a kid, I would play uh, baseball, and I would I was an outfield, and I put my my mitt on my head, and I'd spin around in circles. That's not very inspiring. No, oh, is that what you're supposed to do in baseball? I mean, if you're not good. 
Wow, I really feel fucking pumped and ready to go back out in the field after that. You got any more stories to tell us? Oh, Don't no, you have I... sports in your bloodline? Oh. Oh, yeah. Arnie's dad was a great basketball coach. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I guess. Didn't you say he had an a undefeated season? He well, did. I'm just going to go mope in the corner yeah, if nobody's going to. I could Arnie, Arnie. one, I guess. Arnie, now's your chance. If your dad was an undefeated basketball coach, you, you could coach the men's team. I, I guess this is one of those times when the things are looking their darkest and the, the team just needs some kind of rousing speech. Okay, team. Hey, oh. hey guys. Hey, team. I know it doesn't look good out there, but, uh, you know, in my world, I've seen a lot of sports uh, movies. Is this another joke? In my world. In my world, sports wins you. <laughs> oh. No, in my world, I've seen a lot of sports movies, and usually what happens is uh, things look like the team isn't going to win, and then if it's a good sports movie, they redefine what it means to win. So maybe you're Rocky and you're like, I don't have to win. I just got to get through a game without Apollo Creed knocking me out. Or maybe it's Tin Cup and you're like, I don't have to win. I just have to keep hitting this ball a bunch of times. What game did Rocky play? Rocky. You said he's got to get through a game without getting knocked out? Boxing. You were just laying in a box. I've done that. I've done that, too. More times than I care to admit. My favorite part of this speech is when you cut off the fucking ooze. Arnie, pump up the energy. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying is, look, it looks really bad out there right now. But if you can at least survive the game, you'll be winners. Survive the game. Survive the game. Survive the game. Survive the game. Well, I made it. I made it. How's it going so far? Good, good. Oh, and guys, you know what? I've got an idea of a of a totally different way to redefine a way of winning. We're gonna escape Hog's face. Look, we got these these shovels. We've been digging a hole under the wall all week. Oh, I've seen that. You saw the girl. Yeah, we've been talking about it all week. Oh, oh okay. We're in. Let's fucking do it. Let's dig okay. out of this fucking right. hell hole. Okay. I was everyone chanting when I came in. I'm a natural leader. I so just, wait a minute, I have a question. You're trying to pump us up for the game, but then you're like, forget the game and let's dig a hole? Is this some kind of coaching strategy yeah. that your dad taught you? Also, isn't Squibbert with the Baron? Oh, oh I'm neutral. I'm, You know, if we're all going in a hole, I might go in a hole, but I'm not, no guarantees of what I'm doing tomorrow, you know? You were coaching them? You were giving them like a rousing coach's speech? Fuck, Arnie, this is why we don't do plot. Why don't I do the speech? I do arousing speeches all, right. all the time. You, so are you arousing, arousing speeches? Speech? Yes. Very arousing and rousing. This is your opportunity to grasp fate by the hand and to lead it along a path towards your desire. Now, if we win this game and we escape, we shall defeat the DL and, now and make it, all now make it arousing. shall force ourselves to find a new life, a new happier life together where we can all live in peace. No, arousing. Lovely and yeah. touching one another. Yeah. Making each other feel better yeah. by holding each other. Mm. Whispering Who's licking me right now? Into each that other's ear. Okay, that's fine. And then, and then, freedom for all the good peoples of Foon. Point of parliamentary procedure. Are we supposed to win and get our freedom? Sure, why not? But aren't we leaving through a hole? Well, technically, you could do both, Ooze. True. Yeah. Look, I know. It, it seems like we're just running away and we're leaving most of the people of Hog's face uh, still trapped here. But but 
They're going to destroy my world. And I have to leave with this laptop. If the Dark Lord doesn't have this laptop, he can't destroy Earth. And then we can come back. We can figure all this stuff out later. Uh, Arne, uh, Rick Picklesmith here. It might be a good time to let you know, hot mic, your mic remains on. We're catching you up in the booth and broadcasting it to yes. literally almost everyone in all of food. Bazinga. Yeah, I was really enjoying the speech. Didn't want to interrupt. Now I feel bad because your plans have been outed on the Picklesmith show. Quick plopper. Would you rather eat a bag of bats or beat a bat with beets? Uh, I I guess I'd rather beat... Oh, it's gotta be a bag of bats. No, no, no. Oh, a bag of bats. No, because beating a bat... Uh, wait, buddy, 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 bag of bats. No, beat a bat with beets for the challenge. You know, all the ploppers can't be gold, Arnie. I do apologize <laughs> for that one. It was, uh, it was, uh, Arnie, Arnie, I have an idea. Yeah. Since everybody heard what you said, turn off that mic. Okay. Didn't you say that you heard about a movie but never saw called Victory? Uh, yeah. What was the plot of that? Um, I think it involved Sylvester Stallone and a bunch of Nazis, and he just said, look, I don't know if we can beat the Nazis, but if I can just like get through this, girl? if I can just get through this war without Apollo Creed knocking me out, it'll be as if I won. Should have noted earlier, still hot, Mike. Duh! Should have, should have pointed it out, but wanted to hear about victory. Uh, Rick, can I jump in? Oh, you got—you better believe it. Uh, Mysterious Anonymous, you own the team. You own the booth, my man. Yeah, so I did want to make clear, uh, although I got interrupted. Uh, I am uh, speaking to you today. I am uh, Baron Ragoon. I'm the steward of the Shrike Valley and a representative of the Dark Lord. Can confirm. Phony-ass chump. Corny motherfucker. And uh, I just want to thank Arnie for sharing uh, the details of his plan uh, over here on the hot mic. I, I gotta remember how to turn these mics off. Yeah, that's, that seems unfortunate. Quick plopper. Uh, if, if you were aware of a group of uh, resistors who were <laughs> going to try to uh, escape, uh, what, what, what might you do in that circumstance? Oh, first of all, I would engage them uh, verbally if that was an option. I would also uh, let them know that we're aware of their tunnels. And while I uh, had them distracted, I would send orcs to surround them uh, and uh, then eventually uh, break in and seize them. Oh, good thing there this you is go. a plopper. There you go. I got your reversed hot mic there for you, Arnie. We did, <sighs> we, 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 you know, what turnabout is fair play. He knows your plans, you know his plans. I mean, uh, this the best, game the best has so win. many is, twists and turns in it. Is that with the banging on the door of the Vermilion Minotaurs? So there's orcs coming. God. It could be. Okay. Could, it's it, the orcs right now. Sometimes we, ploppers ain't hot, but when they're hot, they're hot. Oh, this is the finale of season one all over again, Arnie. We're out of time. We just got to move this poster of Titania, and we got our escape hole behind that. Flower, ooze. Yeah, I got an inspiration. Speech plan is now the time. Now is the time. Fucking do it. Do what you were born to do. Hey, we gotta get out of here. Uh, Arnie, I just want to jump in here and say uh, if you run away, uh, we are going to kill everyone remaining in Hog's face. Oh, flop. What? But Baron, I, uh, I know, like, you're evil. The Dark Lord's evil, and, you know, this is war, but you, you wouldn't kill. Everyone in Hog's face. Well, not me. I kind of count as like a special protected employee. But he is dead serious. I've seen his journal. Yeah. And Arnie, I also need to tell you that uh, running away won't actually save Earth. If you'll recall, there's another laptop. We made a copy of yours. Oh, shit. The peach. We've done so many episodes, it's hard to keep track of every little detail. It is a bit much. It's almost more confusing than Mittens. Yeah, but okay, fine, you have a copy laptop, but you don't know how to broadcast the podcast with it. 
Uh, Arnie, I have broadcast a podcast when you were in prison. You may not recall, but uh, immediately after we took Hog's face, before we could get you to broadcast... Oh, shit. Shit, that's our thing. I know. Oh, we spent all that time digging behind that poster. I mean, we had to wait for thunder, right? I know, yeah. I don't know why you made us wait for thunder. We could have just started digging. Nobody's around. Yeah, I thought I was going to be able to save Earth. And then later we come back and save Hog's face. I'm sorry, guys. I thought we could redefine how we could win this. We're all in danger. Right now, we must do something. Everyone. Uh, no, we lost. You said we lost. We already lost. No, you never give up. Uh, turn off your microphone. I have an idea. Everyone, we must act now. This is, uh, whatever, Stu, I'll turn it off. I come here, Iggy. Baby. It's going to be okay. Start the clock. I'll turn it off. That was a pretty good uh, trick you pulled there. Have you uh, considered being duplicitous in favor of evil? Well, you know, uh, Mrs. Picklesmith says I do that every weekend. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I, I call it straight down the middle. Uh, just a mittens fan through and through. And, uh, you know, a big fan of uh, bringing the people uh, what they want. Speaking of which, uh, you had asked to have a, uh, a final statement to the good people of Hog's Face. And who am I to uh, neglect my contractually obligated duties to you? All right, well, uh, people of Hog's Face, uh, your day of reckoning is at hand. Any embers of hope you held close to your heart were a lie, and now nothing but pain and torment await you. And for the Earth listeners we have right now, your time is at hand as well. Find your loved ones, say to them whatever you wish to say. If you worship gods, uh, get that out of your system. Hold on, quick blopper. If you had one last thing to say to your loved one, what, what's it going to be for you, Mysterious Anonymous? Oh, uh, man, I feel, uh, hmm, it was all for nothing. Yeah, you know what I would say is, Mrs. Picklesmith, fuck you. Ugh, I'm turning the mic back on. You said it was a dumb plan. What? I swear these rocks are magic. We're not just going to swallow a bunch of rocks. I want to swallow rocks. You said turn the mic off. I thought you had, like, a good plan that we were going to be able to escape with. Yeah, just eat these rocks. Stop. It's not bad. I ate my rocks like a good boy. We surrender. The wind. Well, according to these prediction waves, there is another episode coming next week, and it might transmit a signal that will destroy two dimensions. I'd tell you not to listen, but this is the planet that keeps making more Pirates of the Caribbeans. Use It All the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Rick Picklesmith, the Mittens announcer, was played by Rosh Howell. Flower the Talking Flower was played by Brooke Bright. Brooke performs with the Jokey Clip Time News Hour, sorry, I mean World News Tonight, and the Improvised Shakespeare Company at Chicago's I.O. Theater. Booze was played by Paul Gondry. Mysterious Anonymous, a.k.a. Baron Ragoon, was played by Chris Rathjen. Daphne the Unwed Mother and Squibbert the Frog were both played by Sarah Shockey. Her show, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, comes out every Thursday on the MLW Radio Network. The other Mittens commentators, Axelrod Remax and Chamberlain Bunny Cuddle, were played by Mark McConville and Matt Gorley. You can hear them on Pistol Shrimps Radio and Super Ego, both on Stitcher Premium. Follow Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Mark McConville. And for all things Matt, head to mattgorley.com. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jacover. This episode edited by Chris Rathjen.
I'd better be going before lights out. Well, first is lights down low, and I am not missing out on the back rub circle. Xanthoscore, the triple serial monogamist, has pincers that turn these shoulder blades to jelly. There's some rather disgusting chants coming from the crowd today. Orcs, orcs, they eat porks. Nuns, nuns, sexy buns. I don't like that part of the game myself. I love that they have assless habits. And hassless habits. Now we're talking. Literally, I'm talking. And I am too. This is Axelrod Remax. And this is Saxy Chambliss. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.